This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys and another on the way. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's the sixth ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants, where we celebrate you guys and how you are doing a great job most of the time. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, do the Genius Fail Spectaculars plus rant slowly get a little more, like, like a little more matter-of-fact in what we <laughs> describe them to be? Like, eh, you're doing all right some of the exactly. time. Exactly. Like, just... we've gone from, like, everybody is doing a great <laughs> job to, like, hey, we're trying. Yeah. Everybody... Mostly, most of the time we're trying. Yeah. And we're... Most of the time we put pants on today. Yeah. We're doing okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite <laughs> times of the year. But before we get in... To everyone's spectacularness, how are you, Teresa? I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant. Yeah, you are. I have a pregnancy update today. Okay, it's just like all of a sudden, I like am really tired, and it's like really like I'm like <laughs> doing that like trudge through the house <laughs> to like like all the stuff that I was doing before is suddenly now so much harder. Like. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm only 15 weeks, you guys, but I feel it's like I feel like I like leapt to mm. like the later stages of pregnancy all of a sudden. And like, I just feel like everything is so hard all of a sudden. Like, I'm like, I'm remembering. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm remembering. Oh, yeah, this is why <laughs> it's hard. Like, there's it's like a mix of there's like a mix of what you're actually like just naturally going through yeah. mixed with the influences of hyster of, of historical yes. accuracy experiences oh, totally. sense memory sense memory yes. that are that I think are physical and real oh totally right totally like, these historical expectations yeah like I just want everybody to know when Teresa and I last time there was a pregnant person in this boob. Uh -huh. It was the two of us. Yeah. So it was a lot easier for me to be like, hey, hey. I can see this. Yeah. <laughs> because I, you, she could turn around and look at me and see it. Yeah. But I will say, Teresa's starting to make the faces. The like where there's like a- I gave Viz a pretty big his, eye roll this morning yeah. when I walked in. No, not even just the eye roll, but like we're sitting here. We just sat down in the booth and I'm like- Oh, is Teresa, is Teresa okay? Like, just like where you, you can see that her brain just went somewhere oh, for a second no. and is back. And like, oh. like, I don't know. But it's, it's, it's so, it's just like, it was just like, oh, Teresa's pregnant. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling it now. As I said, yes. this is about me. I'm now it is sensing, about you too. <laughs> sensing the pregnancy in all its glory. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit, um, it's also that thing of um like uh, like I'm like I'm like suddenly physically vulnerable now in a yeah. way that I wasn't before that's really frustrating with yeah. two little boys like or I should say two little kids I'm not gonna yeah. gender it like right I mean I feel like I'm my belly and my boobs which are really sore are yeah. constantly getting jabbed they're yeah. constantly getting jabbed <laughs> Like and it's so and it hurts. Yeah, and like, it's awful. And, and like and like before, where I was like used to kind of getting like pushed and pulled climbed and like climbed yeah. on and stuff. And I was just kind of like, I, I think I took my like toughness for granted a little right. bit because now it's like every second it's like, ow, stop, get no, stop, get out, like ow, covering like yourself. ow, that hurts, stop, get, uh, you know, like and it's like every little thing I'm just like ah, like stop touching me, hurting me. You're for anybody who has never been pregnant. Uh, <laughs> 
if you've ever broken a toe or your foot and then you have to go out in public <laughs> and there's the cons to suddenly you're yes. so aware of it yes. that somebody's going to step on your yes. foot. Like there, you have it this like, like full that. sense of parameter yes. around your foot and it seems to become a magnet yes. for people to step on or graze. What is that? That is really what that is this totally what is, it is like. Yeah. You're just like it's like this orb of pregnancy about you that people just want to punch and touch and poke and jab. Well, miracles of life. You better enjoy every minute of it. Uh, well, you're still glowing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. How are you? Uh, not pregnant. Okay, <laughs> is, so that's something. Yeah, That's a thing. That is totally a that's thing. That's a thing. I am fine. Mm-hmm. I am... I'm tired, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, so I, I don't, but uh, I don't have a lot to actually add. We're uh-huh. just like in existence right now. Okay. I have a lot going on, so I'm definitely in that place where, like, if my brain had feet, mm-hmm. they would be in two different places than my brain. Right? Like mm-hmm. I have like so like so I have like part of me is constantly thinking about. One project that I'm working on for the school, the other part is thinking about One Bed Mother and the show, and then there's the rest of me that's, like, just trying to think about anything mm. uh, at all. Yep. So I'm feeling very, like, oh, like, <laughs> like, I may have just taken the bar and, like, broken it and thrown it away because sure. I cannot even get it lower than it oh, is. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like, you're spread real thin. This is, I'm yeah. spread real thin. There we go. Spread real thin, yep. guys. Very th- do not walk on biz. <laughs> you will break through to the icy under underworld. That is my inside. Uh, <laughs> oh, ew. ew. Yeah, not not good. Um, not a place you want to be trapped under. Um, <laughs> but that is enough about us. Yeah, seriously. Because this would those two shut up. Shut up. Let's get to what we're here get for. Get to the good stuff. Get to the geniuses that we learn from. Get to the fails that make us all feel better <laughs> and realize we're human beings. And just because summer clearly sucked for so many of you, a few extra rants for good measure at the end. And I always like to tell people at these, like how they kind of stack up. Uh, so this is coming after three months, June, July. Uh, August, whatever comes after July, uh, June, a lot of lot of geniuses, guys. Mm. That was just mm. call after call of genius. It's genius season. It is genius season. Yeah. Uh, July, the fails kind of start to uptick a little. Mm-hmm. But I know I said this on the last show, but now that I've really listened to almost every single August call, again over 123 uh, calls. Uh, and a few tagged in that I hadn't changed over yet. There are so many rants, guys. Like, it is rant central. So I'm looking forward to see how September shapes up for us. The bottom line is that you're all doing a good job. Let's settle back in your car, on your commute, doing the dishes, late at night in your bed, while you're doing whatever it is that you enjoy. And let's enjoy the... Oh, and I get to put my favorite sound cue in. The sixth ever Genius Fail Spectacular plus Rants. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. 
advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Oh, Teresa. Let's start off with ourselves, shall we? Great. (laughs) Let's make it more about us. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Well, recently we've been having a tough time getting Simon out of the house. Not for school in the morning for some reason. Mm -hmm. He's been fine going to school in the morning. But for... Other things, like anything in the afternoon or on the weekends, like fun stuff, like even stuff that he was looking forward to. Um, And it's been really hard because it always catches me off guard because it's like, this is like we're going to the park or like we're going to see your friend or we're going swimming or we're going, you know, it's like, what is the problem here? And I think (laughs) she's just like dealing with the transition Mm, issue, like transitions are hard. And he's usually like deeply enmeshed enmeshed in like something that he's working on at home or whatever. Um, But he's been throwing like full on tantrums, like full on tantrums. And um, Jesse's been gone a lot. He was gone over the weekend. And like if Jesse's there, he basically just picks him up and puts him in the car and like five minutes later Simon's completely fine right. and we go do whatever we're doing but I can't pick Simon up and carry him to the car I'm not right. doing that um, <laughs> I mean like I could it would be a very bad idea right so um, so I have to have a f- different way of getting him out of the house and into the car yeah um, and I basically my genius is just that I've worked through this like mm, 10 times right. in the last like 2 weeks and it's so exhausting it's so hard yeah. and he has such a bad attitude about it but I have to have a better attitude yeah. even though it, I want to be like fuck you this is for you like yeah. what is your problem <laughs> but you know I, that's what I want to say right. but instead I have to sit there and like talk it through with him and like come up with like I don't know, like basically solve it somehow, like figure it out or just talk about it long enough that he finally just gets over it and goes. Yeah. Um, So my genius is just like, I can't take the easy way out. So I'm taking the hard way out and I'm still doing it. Yeah. And I'm just doing it. Your genius is you're putting in the fucking work. Yes. Yeah, you you are. That is, that is in fact exhausting. It's so exhausting. It's exhausting. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. Uh, so my genius is I never read the Harry Potter books when they came out. And as soon as like the first three or four came out, I was like, I'm not, I just not, it's just not happening yeah. in my life. Now this is of course pre-kids. It was just right. something else that I was yeah. like, ah, I'm okay. I'm gonna have to skip it. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, you know what? I'll just wait until I have kids yeah. and then I'll we'll read, read it, it together. together yeah. And that'll be good. And Katie Bell is finally the age. Oh, she, she turned seven. Yeah. We got her a copy of Harry Potter and she is like at the perfect age for oh. not needing to like look at the book. Like she right. can just sit next to me yeah. and I'm reading it and I'm getting to do all these fun yeah. characters and there is something, I mean, I know a lot of you guys have like all read the Harry Potter books and the whole nine yards, but I'm actually getting to read it for the first time and it lends itself so well well to reading out loud mm-hmm. like it's not sometimes you read books and it's just too many 
fucking words to get to the point. It makes me bananas. (laughs) I'm like, just say he sat down for God's sakes, right? Uh, And it's just concise and fun and the characters are fun. And she's just like looking at me riveted. And like, it reminds me of when my mother used to read this book, the best Christmas pageant ever, every Christmas to us. And we would just sit entranced watching Mm. my mother. Uh, And so anyway, it just, love it. it just, it's just like, oh, this is, I'm enjoying something with my child. So great. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, thank you. Now, who gives a shit about us? Yep. Let's listen to you guys. I am calling with a genius or a fail, depending on how you look at parenting. (laughs) Um, But I had a really fucking bad day. I had to go to the doctor. I feel like shit. I came home. Both of my kids are screaming. They're happy for five seconds. And then they bonk their heads together. And then they're both fucking crying again. (laughs) And I just needed a fucking break. So you know what I decided? Ice cream makes me happy. And so we had ice cream for dinner. And so I don't even fucking care. Ice cream for dinner. Nobody's crying. I'm sitting in their bedroom by myself without people trying to crawl on my lap. And now it's been a good evening. I love your podcast. It makes me feel better every single week. You're both doing a great job. Thanks. Bye-bye. So great. It's genius. Yes. It is not a fail. You ate ice cream for dinner. Good job. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Right? It's great. It's so Good good. Good, good job. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling to leave a genius moment of the week. I want to start by saying I am a special education high school teacher where I teach children with behavior issues, and I have a toddler. So this week has been especially hard being the first week at school. I've cried every day. I've worked four hours after work before picking up my toddler until midnight after putting him to bed. My mother-in-law, who is my wonderful babysitter's father, is sick, so I don't have help there, and my husband is working night shift. So my genius moment is, I finally called my own mother and said, for the sanity of everyone, and so I do not fucking murder a child at school or my own (laughs) or my husband, please watch my son for a few hours so that I can go visit my friend and new baby. And it worked. For the first time since my child has been alive for three and a half years, I actually said I need help, and I got an answer. Thank you for making us feel so good and like everything is normal. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, like that one is like making me cry a little bit. So, like, it's what so an major life. Yeah, you know, like that. Like her work yeah. alone is. Insane. Yeah. And then a toddler under the best of circumstances. Let's say your job was to eat ice cream and sit on a cushion all day. (laughs) I would still feel horrible for you if you had to go home to a three and a half year old. They are intense. Okay. So and and then she like asked for help. And I asked for help for the first time is. And she asked for help to do something nice, yeah. not to do more work. Yeah. That's the key yeah. right there. Yeah. I don't need somebody to watch my kids so I can get a little extra yeah. time with my the work self-care. done. She yeah. did it for the self-care. Yeah. You are like if 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 we ever made a trophy, like you yeah. would be the silhouette you would. on the trophy yes. of all things. Yep. Good. Job. Good job. And I'm really excited that Teresa's pregnant. We'll see how many more times we can make her cry. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a poop genius. Um, a little background. I have twins who are almost three, 
We've been potty training them for a few months, but they're still in that stage where if they have to go, it means they have to go now, not in 15 minutes. And I also have an 18-month-old little boy, so I have my hands full. Um, a couple weeks ago, we were at the playground having a picnic. Um, there's usually a bathroom there, but for whatever reason, today, uh, that day it was closed. And the next closest bathroom would require a car ride, which means I would have to put all three of them in the um, car, which would take like 15 minutes, and then drive somewhere and get them all out. It'd be a whole hoopla. So um, what I did when my son said that he had to go poop, I said, okay. So I got out one of the little doggy bags that I put the 18-month-old used diapers in, and I had him squat down like he was picking up a toy. And I said, okay, now go poop. And I caught the poop in the baggie, and I was I wiped with a diaper wipe. We had it all set. I just tied it off and then threw it in the trash can, and I was so proud of myself because he got to go poop. He didn't poop in his pants, and I did not have to get all three kids out of the park in order for him to go to the bathroom. So I love the show. Thanks for everything. Bye. Amazing. This is amazing. Wait, where though? Where do you think she did this? I'm just like in like the behind sandbox? a tree, like <laughs> at the, the bottom, car? Of, at the bottom of the slot. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even. You're right. The question is where. I want to know where. It's fine. Regardless, is a genius. Oh, nothing matters. It doesn't matter. I just like want to know where. This just. I, I guess because I want to have this as like, a backup sleeve. Yeah, yeah, up your sleeve. Because I have doggy bags with me all the time. Well, right. It's just pooping in a bag. Yeah. She just. <laughs> <laughs> it's. So genius. It is. It is truly remarkable. And again, we other people out in public, yeah. if we ever witness something like that, yeah. you just you say, just say good, good job, job and keep walking. <laughs> Save your comments for your partner at home, all right? Like, good job. I yeah. celebrate this person. Yes. Hi, one dead mother. This is a genius that I share with my husband. So, um... We have triplets, and they were born 15 weeks early, so almost four months early. Um, They were in the hospital for seven and a half months, and when they came home, we were dealing with no sleep, but also babies with special medical needs. And, you know, not to mention, we were first-time parents with three babies. (laughs) So um, we had, you know, oxygen systems and feeding tubes and no sleep, like I said before, (laughs) So we both started to really, like, just lose it and just kind of check out mentally and just go through the motions. And finally, one day I said, we cannot keep doing this. We're not present. So we agreed, and this is our genius, that once every month, each of us gets a day to ourselves, and we call it our mental health day. And if it's your day, you get whatever you want. If you want to stay home and have cocktails in a quiet, peaceful house, then the other parent takes the kids to grandma's house. If you want to go out with friends and stay out all night, that is an option. (laughs) Um, So it has really saved our sanity. And I hear so many other moms and dads calling in saying, you know, I've lost myself. I don't have time to myself. And I just want to encourage people, you know, if we can do it, you can do it. And just make it part of your life. Thanks. Keep doing a good job, guys. Bye. I, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And what's what I really also here's here's what I really like about this mm-hmm. is it's also super realistic. Mm-hmm. Once a month. Yeah. 
that's not trying to cram it's it not in every week. Every week. Yeah. I mean, we'd love it to be every week, guys. Sure. Like, look, yeah. we'd all like three hours a day yeah. for self care, but especially with little kids. Whether it be one little kid yeah. or triplets or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, it it's hard to find that time. So setting a realistic vision, like once a month, everybody can mentally prepare to be the parent who's there, and everybody has time to find something they really want to do for the day. And having an all day to do it so nice because yeah. you have at least two hours to get through all the, I don't have enough time to do anything. Right. <laughs> I'm frozen. And then you actually get to go do stuff. I, I just love, love that. Good. I mean, really good really job. Really good job. Yeah. So inspiring. It really is. Hey, one bad mother. I'm calling with a genius. I'm, I'm actually calling with one metric shit ton of genius. <laughs> so my baby is five months old, and right after I had him, I signed up for a half marathon. And I just completed it, and I ran the entire time through a monsoon. So maybe my phone's not even working right because I used it, and it's probably ruined. But I don't even care because I am reeling. I am a teacher full-time, but it's the summer. I signed up for grad school. I'm getting straight A's. And I'm moving next weekend. I've already got the entire house packed up. And we're living out of bags, transient from house to house, because we're going to school out of state. But that's okay. I don't even care. I'm doing an amazing <laughs> job. I had to tell somebody. I, runner's high. Runner's high. <laughs> <laughs> Straight A high. Yeah. Moving high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five-month baby high. Yeah. This is so great. Yeah, great job. Uh, yeah. You are amazing. Yeah. And just so good. Great job. I know. A great job reveling in yeah. your achievements. Right. That's important. It we is should important. all be doing that more. That is right. Yeah. Hi, um, One Bad Mother. I am calling in with a genius moment. My first as a mom. I uh, a two-month-old. And uh, she was screaming a lot as I was trying to change her. And um, I just, in a weird moment, decided to just lean over and put my boob in her mouth while she was on the changing table. Um, it was a very weird moment, um, but it worked. She stopped screaming. She started nursing in a very awkward position. And then when she was done, I resumed changing her, and it seemed to work. So that's my first weird and interesting moment of genius as a new mom. Thanks for all you do, and uh, good job. Bye. That's great. That's so great. So great. Here's what's going to be amazing is yeah. hopefully we get a call in a couple of weeks where she is actually mastering yeah, changing, changing and feeding. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. do it if you go at it from the yeah, opposite sure. direction. Sure, upside down. If you can yeah. suspend yourself from yeah. ankle harnesses. Yeah. I just, I, good job. Such a good job. Sometimes you just got to put a boob in it. Yeah. <laughs> to solve your problems. <laughs> Hey guys, I have a genius moment for you. So last night, my two and a half year old was really fighting sleep and I put her in her crib and she was wiggling all around and doing the thing where her eyes get droopy and they suddenly shoot open because she just doesn't want to fall asleep. So uh, while I was putting her blanket on her, I suddenly had a moment of genius and I told her, this is your magic blanket and it helps you get sleepy but it only works if you 
stop wiggling, and it only works if you close your eyes. And it worked. (laughs) She laid down quietly and was very still. She closed her eyes. I rubbed her back for maybe 30 seconds, and I said, good night. And I walked out, and she slept the whole night through. And I know this will never, ever work again, (laughs) but I was so excited that my magic blanket trick worked. That was great. Oh, magic blankets. Yeah. That is the best. So good. It's just so nice when complete bullshit panic, like, ah, lies, like, just work really well. I know. It's, it is. It's almost as good as, like, a restraining belt. (laughs) Like, I feel like, because that is what toddlers need. If they could just stop, that's why they sleep in the car. Because if they could just be physically stopped from moving, they go to sleep because they're tired. (laughs) So, like, it's like. Weren't you in a restraining belt? Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. My mom said, like, oh, it was great when you guys were little. (laughs) We had this thing to keep you in bed. And it Uh, it was. I fucking (laughs) love it. Good job. Good job. Good job. Hi there. This is a genius moment. This is actually from a. a couple months ago. Uh, so we were out at a restaurant with my six-month-old, and she really wants to grab your plate, your drink, everything she's not <laughs> supposed to grab. So just on a whim, I decided to give her a lemon wedge. Um, thought, you know what, this will be a great photo op. She'll make a horrible face. It'll be funny. <laughs> she loved it. She just sat there and chewed on it the whole time. So now if she's fussy out at a restaurant, just get her a little wedge. There's always lemon wedges. So uh, until she outgrows that, um, that's my genius keep the baby calm at the restaurant idea. Thanks so much. Bye. Totally. I don't genius. love it. It's great. <laughs> so I got to remember this. You're just going to be at restaurants seeing people cramming lemon wedges at their yeah. kids and every kid's like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is going to keep you busy. Yeah, please, please. Oh, good job. Good job. I love it. Hi, this is Teresa. I am calling with a genius. I am the mother of a seven-month-old boy, and like many moms, I made the transition from full-time, working, busy professional to basically full-time stay-at-home mom. I work 10 hours a week, and as my little guy has gotten bigger, I've noticed throughout the day that I was checking my phone, reading articles on my phone to, you know, kind of have that mental challenge and input and I missed being part of the world and it was really kind of bothering me that I was spending time on my phone that I didn't want to be spending. So I remembered when I was a kid and my mom was cooking dinner, she would always listen to the children's radio program on NPR um, and it had stories and music and guest callers, but it was all kid-friendly. So I did some research, a lot of research, and <laughs> I finally found this website called kidspublicradio.org. And now I leave my phone in my bedroom, and when I'm cooking and playing with my little guy and just hanging out, I can have Kids Public Radio playing, and they have stories and interviews and music and theater and really, really cool stuff that, you know, my little guy loves, I love it, and there are no screens involved, which makes me feel really connected and centered and way more focused on my child. So I wanted to share that genius. If there's any other moms out there who are kind of 
losing it in the monotony and just want a little bit of a connection to something else, they can try out kidspublicradio.org. That's so great. It really is. I totally deal with that, too. I'll go through these waves where I suddenly find myself doing the looking Uh for connection on the phone a whole lot, and I really have to figure... So I would put the news on, Mm -hmm. and actually, when they were little, it didn't matter as much that it was like horrible news stories, because they weren't necessarily listening, but now... Katie Bell hears everything. And like, yeah. Elsa will be like, they're saying Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, you know, like he, he's picking stuff yeah. up. So I love this. Um, yeah, and just great. as a side, other recommendation, we do uh, Brains On, which is a kid's science podcast that like Katie Bell is obsessed with. Uh, so those are, yeah, I love the idea of going out and finding something that will interest you and your child to have on in the background. Good job. Good job. Good job. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm calling with a genius moment. I figured out that my picky two-year-old son will eat anything if it has something to dip. So he likes ketchup, he likes ranch, he likes all those really unhealthy things. And I figured out one day that I could give him a little bit of applesauce, which we now call apple dip. So it's a little bit healthier, and I'm getting him to eat pretty much whatever I want. So that's my genius moment. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, I love, love the apple dip. Yeah, apple you dip. You can stick everything in some apple dip. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Good job. I love it. Hey, I'm calling in with a genius. So lately I've been working till 6 o'clock at my job, and I feel so guilty because by the time we get dinner, it's pretty much time for my daughter to go to bed. And she loves being outside, and we just haven't had the time during the week. So tonight I decided to pack up some sandwiches because who needs a gourmet meal every flipping night? I am human. And decided to take our sandwiches on the road up to the park. And so we played and we ate sandwiches at a picnic table. And then my daughter went down the slide like six times, which I learned that Mama C is basically the toddler equivalent of, hold my beer, I'm going to try something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was just a great night. It was a great night bonding with my daughter. And I feel like such a freaking genius right now. So good. It's so good. I love it. We feel like trapped in our houses. And we feel like, and I get it. I mean, I'm the queen of, no, no. It's this time. And this is what happens then. And the dishes should be in by now. Like, I feel like that sort of strict uh, script control gives me some sense of control and Mm -hmm. order. But it it actually is really freeing when you just take it outside. Yeah. Or take it to a park. Or do it in front of the television. Or eat ice cream. Or whatever. Yeah. Just mix it up sometimes. Mix it up. It yeah. really helps you, I think, yeah. more than the, even the kids. Who cares about what the kids want? It's so good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, really good job. Hi, guys. I have a genius. I call it Salad Spinner Grand Prix. So what you do is you give the toddler the salad spinner. You tell them to put all of their cars inside of it, the little matchbox cars, and then if they do the plunger to make it spin, then they all race each other. It bought me 45 minutes tonight. It's going to continue to be a genius in my house. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I love it. Let's see how long we can make that go. I've Just, never put a, a cars no. in a salad spinner. No. I've put beads in there, and I've yeah. put, like, pom-poms and, like, whatever. But the race cars. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. I really like put on some like race music. Sure. Yeah. Just ra- rav it up. <laughs> I love it. 
Good job, everybody. Yeah. You've all done amazing. I feel inspired. Me too. I feel like I could give parenting an extra 20 minutes a day. (laughs) (laughs) You're all doing such a great job. Let's just take a moment and reflect on how awesome we are. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bumby Box, a monthly subscription toy box curated for toddlers and preschool age children. Inside each Bumby Box are award-winning toys tailored to your child's age and interests that support play-based learning activities. We got a sample of this for Ellis several months ago, and these are toys that are still entertaining and enjoyable to Ellis and, of course, Katie Bell, who demands to play with anything that is made for a two-year-old. All the toys are 100% eco-friendly, and each Bumby Box also includes activity ideas, songs, and reading lists. Bumby Box has a special offer for One Bad Mother listeners. Go to BumbyBox.com and enter code BADMOTHER at checkout for 10% off a new order for yourself or as a gift. Everyone feeling good about themselves? (laughs) Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. Let's feel even better (laughs) by listening to how normal we actually are. It's fail time. Fail me, Teresa. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. (sighs) Well, Jesse was away most of the weekend, um, and Friday, Simon had, um, like, a random school is not open today thing. Like, the Friday before Labor Day? Sure. Welcome to public school. I know. (laughs) So, school was closed, so I was going to keep him home. And, like, I knew that I should still send Oscar to preschool just for my own sanity, because Jesse was going to be gone all weekend. (laughs) But, like, I just couldn't do it. I don't know why. I just Mm. couldn't do it. I was like, it it was almost like too much work to like deal with talking to him about it and having it make sense that Simon was, because like Simon doesn't go to drop Oscar off anymore because he's always at kindergarten by then. And like just explaining it and like getting his stuff together and checking. I mean, I just was like, not what you wanted to do. I just didn't do it. Yeah. I just didn't do it. So we just had like a lazy morning. But they were, like, really bad. I don't even... <laughs> I'm, like, totally against describing your kids as bad. Right. But they were just being bad. Like, they were... <laughs> like, they just were. I mean, it was just, like, one thing after another that morning. It was so hard. And oh. um, and ultimately, like, I needed to, like, get them out of the house and, like, go to the park. And I had this idea to take them and the dogs to this <laughs> playground and is, the child growing inside you. right yes <laughs> to this like playground that we have in our neighborhood where there's like a playground in like a sand area yeah. and then there's like a big grassy area that's like all fenced in right. and a lot of people do bring their dogs there and like if people who are there are cool with it you can kind of let your dog yeah. off leash and it's like kind of one of those like play it by ear type things sure we normally go on the weekend and there's like nobody there at that time of day yeah but this was a weekday and I just hadn't been there on a weekday but I was thinking nobody would be there and my dogs would get some exercise because it's kind of hard to like 
walk the dogs on top of like Walking solo parenting. To like, yeah. there's it just doesn't. Ha- when Jesse's away, sometimes my dogs don't get walks, which right. I which I feel really bad about. So I was like thinking to myself as we're getting ready to go. I'm already kind of because of all the drama of the morning. I was already kind of done, mm. and like I, re- it crossed my mind like I should not also bring the dogs. This is too much. Yeah. Like the dogs will be fine without a walk today. Right. Like, but I just thought I could do it. Mm. Like I just envisioned the way it was last time. I brought one of my dogs last time, and it was great. I was like, I think this will be really nice, and then I don't have to feel bad about the dogs, and I don't have to worry about the dogs. <laughs> But, like, I just should not have done it. It was just one too many things. Yeah. And um, and it was. And we got there. And, like, apparently it's, like, a very popular place for, like, nannies to take kids during the day. Mm. Like, you know, during right. weekdays. So there were, like, 30 people there oh. or something. And the kids. And what I didn't count on. I was like, okay, fine. So I'll keep my dogs on leash. No big deal. My kids can still play. I'll keep the dogs on leash and walk them right. around a bit. No, because all these little kids then wanted to play with my oh. dogs. And my dogs are, like, iffy. Like, they're yeah. not going to, like, bite someone's kid, but they're not always friendly. Sometimes they right. snarl at somebody or, sure. like, especially on leash. Yeah. They're not as good. And so it was just, like, but I just did it anyway. And it was crazy and yeah. stressful. And, like, my kids weren't listening to me. And, like, my dogs were going two different ways at the same yeah. time. And it was hot. And I was sweating. Ugh. And, like... The kids were, like, fighting over the ball thing for the dog. And, like, I just – we were there for probably, like, 20 minutes before I said it was time to go. And then Simon had, like, a meltdown because we'd only been there for 20 minutes. I couldn't put the dogs in the car because it was too hot Hot. to leave them in the car. So it was, like – it was just – it was such a disaster. And it was so much work to get there. So I totally cried while leaving. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And that made Simon cry. Cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was a it is full-on fiasco. Possibly <laughs> one of the things that hell sets up for you yes. when you get sent there. Yes. All right, now welcome to hell. Now you're yeah. going to take two dogs and two very young children while pregnant to a public playground yeah. full of other kids. Yeah, it was, it was. You'll be here for 30 years. I set myself up <laughs> oh, for that, too. that you know? sucks. Yeah. I am very sorry. Thank you. Uh, okay. So this is like just a this is like a check-in fail, long working fail, one that we've been working on for a really long time, and we're gonna keep working on. Ellis turns three in, at the end of November, and we still give him that stupid bottle first thing in the morning. And I know, like, oh, life goes on, like, what? Mm. but like, it's gonna be like we know uh-huh. we've passed the point. Where this is not going to be a bit, I mean, it's going to be a big deal mm. when he wakes up and there's no bottle. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to have to do that thing like we've already talked about on the show where you're just going to have to start putting, we're going to have to put in all this work, mm-hmm. all this effort, mm-hmm. a lot of preemptive work, mm-hmm. a lot of none of the preemptive work worked. Now we've got to just deal with this and mm-hmm. commit to dealing with there being no more bottle mm-hmm. because I, we just don't want him doing it after three, mm-hmm. per se. Sure. Because uh, he just needs to stop. It's it, okay for you to have a limit. Yeah. Pers- like, I, it's okay for you to say, like, eh, who cares? I'm not going to, like, put pressure on myself. But it's also okay for yeah. you to have a limit. Yeah. Like, and we just know it's going to be. Yeah. And it definitely feels like one of those things that, like, oh, 
are you still giving your child this bottle? <laughs> right, like Whatever. it definitely falls into one of those like, yeah. we are doing something that every parenting book and our pediatrician says we shouldn't be doing Isn't anymore. Isn't thrilling though, kind <laughs> of, a little bit? It's like riding a motorcycle on prom night. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, don't worry, this is more of a... Yeah, fine. We're the people still giving our kid a bottle in the morning, uh, combined with we'll see you in six months when we're still doing it and trying to figure out a way to get rid of it. And then we'll see you again when he's off to college, sucking on his bottle or cigarettes, whichever he has had to replace because we've crushed him emotionally from taking the bottle away. Well, I don't feel much better, but you know what will make me feel better about the horrible job that I'm doing as a parent. What's that? Listening to other people doing things that maybe aren't always the best thing. That makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, One Bad Mother. I am calling with a poop fail. And um, we have a hot tub. And I have a two-and-a-half-year-old and a, a four-year-old. <laughs> and they were swimming in it. And my two-and-a-half-year-old, uh, for whatever reason... Um, they all said, like, yucky, and I thought they were referring to, like, a stick. And they threw it out on the step, and it still looked like a stick to me. But as you can kind of guess, that it was not a stick. But I didn't realize this until about five minutes later, which really cost us. This is a fail. My son what, kept playing in the pool. They kept playing in the pool. And he kept he came up to me with his hands, and he said, yucky, again. And I said, what do you mean, yucky? And I thought he was just referring to, like, you know, when your skin gets wrinkled after it's been in the water for a while. They've been there a while. No. And, and I didn't see any poop until um, it was time to get out of the pool. And I sat him down on a towel, and the towel had poop all over it. And I looked back over to the stick, and it was indeed a turd. Um, don't know how that happened, but now I'm disinfecting all of the toys, and we now have to drain the hot tub probably because – I'm a little embarrassed to even go to the pool guy and say that we had a poop in the hot tub. Because who has poop in the hot tub? Lots of people, people have, have poop in the... Yeah. yeah. Adults have poop in the hot sure. tub. Adults have vomit, vomit. in the pot. I mean, let's yeah. let's all take a moment without actually listing yeah. all the things yeah. that wind up in a hot tub. That hot tub... It's been like almost every week of our swim lesson that like one of the two pools has it's to get closed. cleaned. Yeah. Like because some something, some something, bodily fluid a is there that's right. not supposed yeah. to be there. Baby Ruth. Um, <laughs> anyway, it is... Uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It's disgusting. You should feel deep shame when you call the pool guy <laughs> to come clean out your hot tub. Um, <laughs> just like how many times she just like... Count it yeah. off that He's it couldn't be poop. Yucky, but yeah. it's just not yeah, registering. It's, it's just not. <laughs> hey, one bad mother. I'm calling with a fail, which I already posted on the Facebook group, but it was a three month long fail, so I feel like it really <laughs> needed to be called in. Uh, I have a three month old daughter. She's my first child, and she is fantastic. Um, except she is the world's uh, shittiest eater, which she has been since the day she was born and decided swallowing food was optional. Uh, as a result, she has been bottle-fed uh, at his best. Um, but, you know, when she lets all over her face and takes 40 minutes to drink a bottle, I just said, well, you know, she's just that's how she eats. She's just a bad eater. Uh, well, she started daycare this week, and my husband... 
I was bringing home the used bottles, and he said, you know, uh, they really have, they put these together differently than we put them together. And I looked, and what do you know? We've been putting the bottles together incorrectly her entire life, which is why she lets formula spill all over her mouth and won't accept a larger nipple than the one we've been giving her. I put it together properly, and those problems were instantly solved. So... I felt like a fail, but I feel like it's kind of a genius for my husband because I don't think I would have done it. Um, love you guys. Uh, you're doing a great job. Bye. Wow. Right? Dang. Dang. Putting it together Dang. the wrong way. It's confusing. Sometimes it's really the bottles confusing. are actually over the top. Yeah. And when you, you don't have time to sometimes no. even notice that you're yeah. doing that wrong. And sometimes you just think, well, it can't be. be possible. Right. Like, th- these can't be engineered in such a way that it would be possible for right. me to, like, do this wrong in a sleep-deprived state. Like, <laughs> right. they're supposed to be setting this up for me to feed my baby. That's like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way. Oh, for shame. Oh, oh terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Wait till you have to put together, like, the tricycle or something. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. You're doing okay. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with my first ever fail. Uh, so it is hot in Washington, D.C. right now. And so, you know, there's not many things to do with my 11-year-old, 11-month-old boy <laughs> not operating on a whole lot of sleep today. <laughs> um, so he's like, you know, happy chipper. He's, uh, you know, loves new things. He had a great time at Target. And I'm like, oh, let's go wash the car because it needs washing. And uh, so I thought that he would enjoy all the, you know, looking at all the things in the automatic car wash uh, go over the window. He loves anything new. So he starts fussing. And I'm like, well, maybe he's just scared of the, you know, the things on the window. And then uh, a couple of minutes later, I, you know, I unbuckle my seatbelt to see what's going on back there, and I'm trying to comfort him. He's just kind of mildly fussing, and <laughs> the window was open with a little crack. And he was getting wet. Like, not too bad, but, like, uh, there's, who knows what chemicals are in there. And, like, my poor son is, like... <laughs> getting a car wash. So, um, anyway, that is my fail, and uh, we're all doing a good job. You guys are doing a good job. I love your show. Uh, and my little boy says hi to. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, so, so funny. good. Window down. <laughs> What's the matter, baby? Yeah. Aren't you enjoying your your, your good time? <laughs> Oh, I like how she ends this call with, it's okay, we're all doing a good job. Like, really? Okay, sure. (laughs) That's why we keep that mantra going, guys. (laughs) Hi, this is a fail. My uh, nine-year-old doesn't doesn't get enough attention because we have a special needs seven-year-old. And he... So my little one went to grandma so I planned a bike trip for me and my older son because he, he just needs some attention. He's a great kid and we got our bikes to 
cleaned up the night before. My husband helped out, and we got him loaded in the van, and, and uh, taught my little one to grandma, and we went to the bike path. I got lost twice. I finally got there, and I get the bike out, and my husband showed me how to attach the wheel, because I have to take the wheel off to get it in the van, and spent 20 minutes trying to get it attached, and, and it would take off, and and something's not right, and the brake pad is, is, is preventing the wheel from moving, so I spent another 20 minutes in the sunshine on the phone with my husband saying, it's so easy, I could fix it in two seconds, just move the spring thing, and I'm like, I don't know where the spring is, and I, and I adjust the wrong lever, and I cross-spread it something, and, and Finally, after 40 minutes, I, I, I gave up, but then I had to drag my bike, and the front wheel doesn't even move, and my nine-year-old being such a great sport, and he's just riding around and playing in, in the nearby park, and so then I just another 20 minutes to get the wheel off of the bike, to get it in the van, so we could go home and not take a bike ride, and I did everything I could to try to make sure that we had a special time together. <laughs> and now I'm just exhausted because I just spent an hour getting my bike out of the van and putting it back in. And now my bike's broken. And now I've got to figure out something, something we can do together. And so he knows that I love him and that I like spending time with him. <sighs> Thank you. I love this show. Bye. Oh man, you know yeah. you know how that feels like a fail, like that failure feeling where you yeah. you it falls into the category of like you're trying to do special something special for one of your kids, or maybe you're trying to go get pants at Target. You may yeah. like I think about that woman who like and this is the yeah. car crash. Like it just there are these days where you have these great intentions, and then it just doesn't work out and every moment you meet that not working out point like mm-hmm. the first time you can't get the tire on and then then you get it on but it doesn't work and then yeah. you meet this other moment and this other moment and it really fights with the expectations you had set up and it is so emotionally draining and difficult yeah and like what a good job you've done that your kid is like totally rolling with this yeah so I, which is completely irrelevant to how you feel yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter I, that feeling of failing doing this nice thing that you really wanted to do is real and it is exhausting but i i really just want to say making the effort to yeah. do this, being aware that you want to to do this with your son and being aware that there are things in your life that are making it hard to do that, whether it be for your son or your partner or whatever we run into in our lives, that is amazing. Totally. Like that is like such a big deal being that aware. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I... I I get this is one of those ones where like I totally get the failure. Yeah. And it and it and it was. I mean, it was, it was like a total clusterfuck. Oh, right? totally. Uh, but at the same time, you are doing an amazing job 
making these efforts. Yeah. Okay? And, and you'll keep making them. Yeah. And it's usually going to work a lot better. And, and that's what you your know? son's going to remember. Yeah. That you made these efforts. Yeah. I promise. Yes. That's what the real takeaway is for, yeah. your, for your son. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Hi. Oh, I am calling with such a fail. Like, oh, it's a fail beyond belief. Oh, it started yesterday when my husband called me on the phone uh, from work to tell me that he wasn't feeling very well and was coming down cold. And I felt bad for him. So after we got off the phone, um, I was working from home that day, and I sent him a picture of his dog who was sitting next to me and had been farting up a storm. So I sent him a, a picture of the dog and captioned it with the note, she's sending you medicinal sound farts. Great. So right after I click send, I put my phone down, only to realize that, no, I didn't send that message to my husband. I sent it to my coworker, <laughs> who also wasn't feeling well and was on her way to the doctor, having just had a miscarriage. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So that's the message I sent to her. Um, <laughs> we worked together for a solid six weeks, so that wasn't horrible on any front. Oh my God, I can't even believe it. So I sent dozens of I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry text messages. Um, and she had a sense of humor about it, which was really nice, but uh, I feel like the biggest ass in the world. Um, yeah, I, I had kind of thought I was going to buy her a gift card to a spa, and now I, I definitely am buying her a gift card to like a spa. Oh, Lord. I uh, hope you're having a better day. Thanks for the show. I really love it. Wow. Bye. Oh, man. <laughs> love it. It's terrible. That is the worst. Yeah. That is. That, yeah. That's like new level. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. And it's too easy. Oh, yeah. For that to happen. That It is, in fact, too easy, which is why I'm impressed we don't get more of this. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Sorry about that. Oh, hi, dear and Teresa and one bad mother, everybody. I have got an epic fail that just happened. (laughs) Um, My husband and I, back in college, decided to make a drinking Jenga game because we were broke. And so we wrote (laughs) things on each little square, such as take a shot, grab someone's crutch, friends your partner <laughs> that kind of stuff and we just had some neighbors over for a play date <laughs> and guess what they were playing with so yeah i think i'm going to hell <laughs> love ya Mwah. you gotta keep it locked up on a top shelf <laughs> not in the public domain <laughs> oh, i love it I love it. You're amazing. Yep. Great job. <laughs> Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a fail. This conversation just happened to my house. Go potty. I don't need to go potty. All right. Go put your pajamas on. Cue four-year-old getting his pajamas on and his evening pull-up. As he is sitting there pulling on his pull-up, he says, I'm peeing. He's sitting on the coffee table, bare-bummed because he has removed his underwear in order to pull on his pull-up, and peeing all over the living room floor after just... He did not have to go to the bathroom. And do you know what I did? I laughed. So there are 
three fails here. One, we didn't make him go potty when we told him to go potty, and he said he didn't need to. Two, the four-year-old fail for peeing all over the living room floor. And three, my fail for laughing at it, which means he's probably going to do it again. Thanks so much. Parenting is awesome. You guys are doing a great job, and I suck at this. <laughs> you, may, I made mommy laugh. I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> what if I? This do actually it? was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that until you started laughing, mommy. Thanks. You're right. <laughs> Peeing off of tables is amazing. I'm gonna be awesome in kindergarten. I'm gonna be the most popular kid ever. Wow. Wow. Yep. There you go. That's another one that's super easy to happen. Oh. I can see that happening. Let's just, maybe that's what we should start calling the segment. That was super easy. <laughs> um, I'm calling with a fail. The other night, I was at Kohl's with my son, my four-year-old, picking out clothes for school, and he decided that he wanted to run and hide in the clothes racks. And you know how it is. You get that slight panic moment where you can't see your child, and he kept doing it, and he kept doing it, and he kept doing it. And finally, I had enough. I was, and I was so angry, and I was so tired at this point. And I pulled him aside, and I got down on his level, and I said, if you don't stop doing this, a bad person is going to come and grab you and take you away, and you will never see Mommy and Daddy ever again. And he just starts bawling. I scared the ever-loving shit out of him, and I felt so bad. I, I just had to sit there and hug him and reassure him that I don't want that to happen to him, and I'm only trying to protect him because I love him, and it just... It, it just went so bad, and I, I felt like a terrible mom. I went home and told my husband that I had totally failed. And I, I'm really just hoping that there's someone else out there that just got so frustrated that in that heat of that moment to get them to stop you said something, and it just totally got fired on you. So anyways, that's my fail. I love you guys. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Yes, of course yeah. there are other people out there who I, got so frustrated that we totally said the wrong yeah. thing. Yes. 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 The Tot answer to yes. this call yes. is yes. That that it's, has happened. Oh yeah. It whether it Completely. be the scary person's coming to get you or whether it be, well, I'm leaving you, or whether yeah. it be you're yeah. gone. I mean, like I think about the things that I say like about like if Katie Bell's eating yeah. something or doing something, like yeah. you will choke and die. Yeah, you could if you die. Can, you I've could said die. you could die. Yeah. People die, die doing this. <laughs> like it's just because nothing else is getting through. Yes. All right. And, so. and and actually that's what we're like deep down actually worried about. Yes. So yeah. Of it course comes that's out what sometimes. comes out. <laughs> and yeah, it's not ideal. No. You know no, what? No. It's a fail <laughs> it, when we do it. It has happened, okay? Yeah. It's you yeah. you'll be okay. You're and your kid will be okay. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. you're not like saying that to him every single day of his life, I think he's gonna get through this yes so i'm calling in with a fail for today today has just been a complete ultimate back-to-back -back list of fails 
So I go to the gas station, and I'm pumping gas, and I think this is the perfect time with my child sitting in the car to clean out some of the trash that he has accumulated in the back seat. So as I'm cleaning out the car, throwing trash away, I throw my credit card away. Thankfully, already started pumping the gas, so it's paid for. We're fine. My genius moment that ends up turning into a fail is that I just decide I'm not digging through this disgusting trash can. I'm just going to call and cancel the credit card. Perfect, right? Until I get to the grocery store with him and go to check out at the grocery store and realize I canceled the wrong fucking credit card. Oh, yeah. And now I have no money to pay for my groceries except for the hidden cash that thankfully I was smart enough to leave in my zipper compartment of my purse. So that's it. Throw away a credit card in the trash can, cancel the wrong one. Now I'm out of money until a new credit card can be shipped to me, which, as we all know, will probably take at least a week. So I will be bumming cash off my husband until that comes in. Hopefully I can get my shit together and I will try again at life tomorrow. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. First of all, uh, love the uptick in Southern calls on the show. Yeah. It's making me feel at home. Keep that going. Keep that going. I got to tell you. That is such a painful. Oh, God. I, 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 you, you just went, you you had two credit cards. Yeah, two. Now you have zero. Now you got zero credit from cards. two to zero in look, a matter of minutes. Look at this great idea. I'm going to cancel the, uh, but what, the real takeaway, and I have done this every once in a while, not intentionally, uh-huh. is I have spare cash stuck somewhere. Oh, sure. I started cramming dollars in my uh, cigarette, my ashtray mm-hmm. in my car, yeah. and there have been times where I've been like at the checkout or, and I yeah. needed like three or four bucks and I had it yeah. but keeping that like just emergency cash mm-hmm. you know it shoved somewhere in your purse like a 20 or something is really valuable yes because losing the cards how many times oh, have yeah. I just this year oh, I had yeah. to replace my card like what three times yeah right like listen to my fails guys there yeah. they all are you just never know or you don't have the wallet with you because it was in the other diaper bag right. or whatever yeah. so I, I actually really uh, think there's a genius hidden in there, mm-hmm. uh, but for the most part, you're right. You are just sucking at life. <laughs> but you're gonna try again tomorrow. You're gonna which try is great. again tomorrow. Good for you. We're all gonna get up, do it again, <laughs> go back to bed. Hi. So this isn't so much my fail as a family fail. Um, my husband recently mentioned to me that he really appreciated that I was setting out candy for him in the morning. And I thought that was a little bit odd. And then he said he felt like they were kind of messing with his stomach. <laughs> I was like, what? So bizarre because I'm not leaving you candy. <laughs> and then I realized that they are my toddler's gummy stool softeners. Yeah. So he's eating my kid's stool softeners, my tiny little 20-month-old who gets so constipated and poops tiny rocks. And he's been eating them. And uh, apparently, he's been taking a lot of breaks at work because mid-morning, ooh, they are working. So, uh, also explains why my kid is pooping rocks, despite stool softeners, and why my husband has been having to spend most of his day in the toilet. So, hopefully, that uh, will help him remember to listen to me when I talk to him about morning routines on the days that I work. Hmm. Lesson learned, I guess. Thanks. Doing a great job. Bye. I just love 
Thanks, honey, for leaving me yeah. the candy. I just love so like how romantic he thinks it is. For me. You've been leaving yeah. me candy. I've been yeah. doing what? Like yeah. that is such a reality, like in our house. Yeah. Of like one of us being like, thanks for doing that special thing. Yeah. Because you're so disconnected oh, like yeah. half the time, and the other one's like, I don't yeah. I haven't been. Yeah. I don't know what you're you're eating. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, and it's for constipation. <laughs> I think that's possibly one of my favorite. I just love, again, I just say, hey, thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, well, thank all of you guys yeah. for calling those in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great good, call. Good, good times, everybody. Yeah. Way to be parenting yeah. realistically Absolutely. out in the world. Mm-hmm. You're doing amazing. And strangely, I still feel pretty great. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Yeah, I do too. I do too. I just love it. Let's take some more time to think about how great we feel. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Glossier, the beauty brand with a skin-first, makeup-second approach to beauty. They make easy-to-use skincare products that give you healthy-looking skin, plus everyday makeup to enhance what you've already got. I've been using the Boy Brow product, which is a very simple product to basically add texture and a little bit of color to your brows. I like it a lot. So One Bad Mother listeners can get 20% off your first purchase. Just visit Glossier.com, that's G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com, and just use the promo code BADMOTHER to upgrade your beauty routine. Geniuses, amazing. Failures, spectacular. Spectacular. But a sixth ever genius fail spectacular wouldn't be what we love so much about it if we didn't tag on with rants. So let's listen to some moms and, because it's a spectacular, a dad have a little breakdown. Hi, this is Teresa. I am calling with a rant. I am just so frustrated. I just finished trying to put down um, our boys to bed, and it took almost two hours. They're four and a half and one and a half, and I was supposed to be able to focus on my career this year. When I got back from that leave and my husband got a new job, and I'm trying to be supportive, but he's been gone for the better part of the last three weeks with unexpected travel because he got put in charge of a project. And I just feel like I am falling apart. <laughs> like, we just moved, and there's so many demands that are placed on on me and on moms, and I know that I could have it worse, but I could sure have it better. And I'm just, I'm trying so hard, and I feel like I'm feeling at my job, and I'm feeling at my kids, and it's just, um, I don't know. They're both asleep now. And he's coming home tomorrow night. And I think that we get a break from the travel. 
but um, I just I always appreciate the safe space you guys created and and the fun and levity that you have when it comes to parenting. So I just I appreciate what you do and I I love the show and uh, I'd really hope that I'd be able to call in with a genius moment instead of one of these. Anyway, thanks so much. This is the thin. This is the worn too thin. This is the danger thin ice. This is, this, I think this is, what you're going through is like, obviously it's, it's so real in the sense that this, you are spread all over the earth and back again, right? And this is something I think is so relatable to all of us. It is, and I really, you know, what struck me was when she said, I don't have it the worst, but it could be better. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's that thing we wrestle with where, A, we apologize for finding it really difficult, the situations yeah. we are in, yeah. uh, which we, we should stop doing, yeah. right? Because if you think it's difficult, then it's valid and it's difficult. Yeah, it's not about what other people's situations are. Right. Yeah. And because we can never be in their situation. Yeah, there's always going to be somebody better or worse. Right. It doesn't matter. But yeah. the desire to have it just a little easier yeah. is also incredibly valid. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, so That's much. That's great. Yeah. Of course. Of course you it want it be better. better. Yes. Yeah. You should have better. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah. And like that real sensation of coming off of maternity leave, you know, everybody discussing this is the year I'm going to focus on the career because we had yeah. to take this time off and yeah. it's important to me and it's what I want to be. This wasn't a call about I don't want to work. You right. know, I hate my job. Yeah. This was I was going to go focus on my career, which yeah. is how millions of, you know, returning parents to the workforce feel, mm-hmm. you know, after maternity leave. Yeah. They want to go back. They want to focus on it. They want to have this time while trying to balance. And then the husband, your partner gets a new job. And, you know, you never know yeah. what those demands are yeah. going to be. And the travel and having, like, the kids that won't sleep, which is such yeah. a reality. Two-hour bedtime in and of itself is so, so hard. hard. Yeah. I mean, here's the, the... It's just really trying. It I is, mean, it's, yeah. You're doing a good job. You are not alone in what you are going through. And you are remarkable for just existing in all the things that you have to exist in right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's remarkable. You are doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Hello, one bad mother. I am calling with a rant. I... My 13-month-old was just really stuffy and, you know, kind of sick in the middle of the night and couldn't nurse this morning because he was so stuffy. And I thought to myself, okay, he's sick. I need to keep him home. And that means I need to stay home. But I have a meeting at 10 I absolutely cannot miss because person who I need to meet with has rescheduled so many times. And it's my deadline that I'm going to be in trouble with if I don't meet with them anyways. So I call my mom to come into town because she's here for like four months out of the year, which is amazing. And she can, she can spot me in times like this. So I call her to come. And then of course he's acting totally fine because he's doing that thing where he's <laughs> sick, but not sick. And I can't decide 
if I'm doing the right thing, but I probably am because maybe he's contagious and I don't want to take him to daycare and get everybody else sick and I don't know. So I, I get dressed and I, I'm ready for work and she comes in and I have to run out the door because I'm going to be late for my meeting at this, at this point, but at least I'll be there. And, and I open the front door of my house and I get sprayed, sprayed by the sprinkler. Head to toe, wet, and I, I don't have time. To so I am currently driving, and my shirt just is dried because it's like rayon, but it's covered in water spots. And this is just how I'm going to this really important meeting. <laughs> I just wish I could with fucking water and not have to work. <sighs> Thank you. Love the show. Bye. I just, yeah. It's the like you scrambled, you've juggled, yeah, you've, you've got everything together. Yeah. Look, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. And somebody just like dumps water all yeah. over me. Just like life. It's just like here's th- this other thing. Here's totally unrelated. I mean, there you it's go. It's like a British comedy. It you is. Know, you open completely. the door and you just get soaked yeah. top to bottom. Nope. Like people are blowing like streamers and stuff yeah. at you. And just like pies are being Pie thrown in your at face, you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well Amazing. You are doing a good job yeah. going to work. Yeah, totally. Covered in wet spots, but you are doing it. Yeah. And good job juggling all that. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. Yeah. I hope your meeting went great. I do, too. Maybe it's a power play to show up in a yeah. shirt like that. I think it is. You know? It is. Like, hey. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ladies. This Mostly a r- little rant, I guess. What What's up with children's shoe sizes? Like, my son has size two children's Crocs. So I'm like, okay, great. You need sandals. We'll get you size two sandals. Super. <laughs> so Max was like, no, you got the wrong size sandals. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Fine. But apparently, cool thing, the failure part, me getting the wrong size sandals, also the failure part was me going to work today when the store closes at 5 p.m. Luckily, though, Genius left us, or at least, was able to go and get the necessary sandals that apparently my son has no other footwear to replace for tomorrow for school. So hopefully ex-left Josh or my ex-wife will be able to shoe our children, our child. Anyway, thanks for the show and have yourself a wonderful Sunday evening. Bye. It is love. Yeah. I, okay. Choose. It is confusing. You Especially cannot. Especially with the European sizes too. Yeah. Like, and Mike, because I have two kids and they're not that far apart. Yeah. I can never remember what shoe size they wear, but right. it actually doesn't matter because Ooh. whatever they're wearing, the new whatever I get is always wrong. Well, yeah, like it's they're just you, there's too many variables. Well, I mean, I just tennis shoes versus flats versus sure. sandals, sure. Boots. and then the versus boots. Yeah, it never is consistent, no. and it is so you can never just go yeah. and pick up the no, shoe you, you need. Can't. And the other secret thing in the middle of this dad's rant that I heard was oh. the like. What are you going to do? Like, whatever shoe he needs for school tomorrow that we right. don't already have. Because there is some weird, like, they have to have the special shoe tomorrow yeah. for this play that they can't wear this type oh, of shoe. That. Where yeah. you're like, 
why can't he just wear that shoe? Yeah, or they need the water shoes. They need like the, the water shoes. The school is requiring water, water shoes, shoes the, not yeah. the open water right. shoes. No and they got to have this. Right. Is there a little toe? But that little toe is okay if it's this brand, <laughs> but not this little toe with this brand. Just and like, spray paint their feet. Yeah. And, and nobody will know. That is It'll a be good fine. idea. Well, Dad, you're doing an amazing job. There is nothing more stressful than like thinking you've yeah. got it nailed. Yeah. And then you don't. Yeah. And all of the other things that get involved. Yep. With fucking kid shoes. Hi, this is Teresa. This is a rant. And I have a seven-year-old boy who just never stops talking. (laughs) I just wanted to scream out in the car, stop talking to me. Because he's sitting in the back of our, you know, three-row vehicle wants to hear music, so I put on music. Then he proceeds to talk to me and ask me questions. I can't hear you. You just asked me to put music on. Please stop talking. Please just stop talking. I'm on my way to work, and I just want to be there and not talk to anyone. That is the best part of my job is that I do not have to talk to people. Thank you for listening. I I could have called this in, but I don't I need to because I complain about this on the show all the time. I know. Because I have two children yeah. who never stop talking. Yeah. And those words, yeah. and my words are, well, you, you have two choices. You can listen to music or you can talk. Which one is it going to be? I cannot do both. I can't do both. Right? Like that's, that's how fast. I just don't answer. I just go, I can't hear you. We'll talk about it when we get there. And then I just don't answer. I just let them run their mouths. <laughs> mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. The I one do. time I, well, a couple of times I did say to Simon, like, can you just not talk, talk. for a couple minutes while something, something? Like yes. I just said, and it really hurts his oh, feelings. It makes him so mad. So I just don't do that anymore. I just go, okay. <laughs> as, as a talker, I can remember how bad it hurt my feelings. Yeah. When people were like, I don't understand you. I can't yeah. hear you. Can you slow down? Can you stop talking? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I like, I remember it and it's such a weird shit place to be where I have those memories Mm -hmm. but I need her to stop talking. That's the cruel irony of life. (laughs) And on that note you're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's our new our new promo. One bad mother. The cruel irony of life. Parenting. Rain waves send a message. Pick up the I'm Jesse Thorne, and I'm curious about Jonathan Van Ness and his show, Getting Curious. How do you pick something that's going to be on Getting Curious? My only prerequisite is that I actually need to be curious about it. It seems like there is really no question that you won't ask. That is correct. I'm a fearless Katie Couric in that way. Getting Curious, the show about everything. Download it wherever you get podcasts. And if the Martha Stewart of Max Fun tells you to download a podcast, you just got to do it. Attention, Europe. This fall, Maximum Fun is bringing a bunch of your favorite podcasters to London. Catch Judge John Hodgman, International Waters, and Bullseye all recording live episodes at the London Podcast Festival. We'll have fan meetups and we'll be joined on stage by a glittering array of celebrity guests. 
The London Podcast Festival runs September 22nd through 26th, and you can buy your tickets right now. Just go to MaximumFun.org. Well, guys, you guys are spectacular. Yeah, you guys are. I mean, I don't even need to say more, but I will so that we have a nice little wrap up. And that is you guys are doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. You really are. I mean, this is like such a slice of the calls that we get every month. And every single one that we get are are truly reflective of how hard this is, uh, how much effort we all have to put into this, and how much everybody just deserves to be heard and how, like, not alone we are. I mean, there's, there is, if you think you are going through something universally uh, alone, that you are the only one going through it, I, I really hope that your takeaway from shows like this are that you are not alone. That is the takeaway today. Mm-hmm. You are not alone. You are remarkable. And you are doing a good job. Teresa? Yes. You are doing a remarkable job. Thanks, babe. You have a lot going on. I do. Thank you, you very do. much. And you yeah. are doing it very well. Thanks, Biz. You're so welcome. are you. Well, thank you very much, Teresa. Uh, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.